Grey's Anatomy, the most iconic binge-worthy drama, is back, along with answers to the biggest cliffhangers. Will Teddy survive? Will Joe and Link finally find happiness together? Meredith returns along with fan faves like Arizona. You can now stream every episode of Grey's ever on Hulu and new episodes next day. Watch the season premiere of Grey's Anatomy tonight at 9, 8 central on ABC and stream on Hulu. Hey, everybody, and welcome to True Crime Paranormal with the Psychic Sisters. This is Katie Weaver. And I'm here with my co-anchor and partner in crime, Christy Brower. Hello. Hello. Hey, everybody. Excited to be here tonight. Oh, me too. <laughs> I know. We have, is... some, we have some funny shit to tell you guys. Mm-hmm. This is going to be good. Mm-hmm. For sure. <laughs> we want to let you know that we are live streaming tonight. So uh, yeah. if you're listening here in the live stream, great. If you're listening later on on the podcast, welcome as well. Yeah. So, Christy, how are you? You know, I'm really well. I hope you all notice my sound. I have built myself a little booth here in my office, and I have a brand new computer and a brand new microphone and all this cool stuff to get a little more, you know, professional about the deal here. And yeah. I'm really good. I'm just super excited about it. We're trying to grow up. <laughs> we are, and you guys just don't know, you know, well, and maybe you do, but recording in your house is super freaking hard mm-hmm. and make it sound good and not have a lot of, you know, y'all have heard my cats yell many times, my dogs bark, and to not be echoey and stuff, is it's super hard. So we've been working hard on our setups lately, and I'm, I'm just stoked because all my stuff is all set up now. Yeah. Well, we're also working on our field trip sound because we were so unhappy with our audio when we went on our cemetery tour this fall. We had a ton of fun. Overall, it was great, but our audio sucked and we know it. Yeah. So we ordered a GoPro 9 and it came today and I've been playing with it. It live streams, which is so freaking amazing. I did a live stream it was unlisted because you guys didn't really need to just watch my husband playing Fortnite for a while, but I did <laughs> <laughs> so that I could just see if it would do it. Try some things out. Yeah. And the uh, microphone for it will be here tomorrow. And we're so excited. And we have a couple of pop ups coming up this weekend, one of which will be a field trip. So, Ooh, cool. so this is so what? Because I will be in Boise this weekend and I'm going to do a pop up there. Yeah. And I was looking at cases today and discovered a serial killer in Idaho I'd never heard of before that has, and he says he's killed 40 people. So how, how could we not have known about this? That's I'm not going to cover him in my live stream this weekend because he's a whole case. You know, he, he's a whole sit down case, but there, friends. yeah, but I do have some other things to share with you while I'm in Boise. So watch for some fun live stream footage there that hopefully, you know, has awesome sound and video because, uh, Everything has come and we know what the hell we're doing. So that's the hope. <laughs> hey, you know, we, we hope we know what the hell we're doing. <laughs> I'm not sure that's ever actually true, but, you know, we do our best. Mm-hmm. That, that in itself is a bit of a crapshoot. But, hey, we're trying. So <laughs> exactly. 
No doubt. I want to say hi to everybody in the chat. Hi to RJ, Innocuous, Bianca, Tracy, Red Girl, Moonbeam, DB, RJ, Cooper, and Katz. So good to see everybody here tonight and hope you're all doing well. So the big question as always is what did you make for dinner? Uh, nothing yet. We're having burritos. Oh. We have leftover. It, in our family, we have these burritos that are called Angie's burritos. And that's because our cousin <laughs> Angie taught us about them. They're basically uh -huh. just shredded beef burritos. And we have leftover uh, roast from a few nights ago. We're, so we're making shredded beef burritos or Angie's burritos nice. for dinner. That's my one of my favorite things to make after you have a roast. For sure. I know it's really good. And frankly, Rhonda and I have both had a really busy day right up to the live stream. We've both been working. And so I'm not cooking. I don't have time. So I hear that. What do you have? We made hamburgers on keto bread. <laughs> and, nice. And Scott got all fancy. He sauteed mushrooms and onions. Like he did the whole nine yards. And I made a caprese salad. So Nice. Yeah, no. Sounds good. Yeah, not too shabby. Uh, Mars gets out of softball now at five, and she's starving to death. So she oh, calls me every day on her way home. What's for dinner? I'm so hungry. And I'm like, my God, it's five o'clock. I don't know. <laughs> so You're more of a trying to do better. Family. Come on. <laughs> right. Yeah, you can't get away with that during <laughs> on season for sure. No, oh, it's, it's lunchtime at Tracy's house. Gotcha. <laughs> Well, Bianca said they, heard? yeah, Bianca said they did Mexican meatball soup. I have no idea what that is. I'm going to have to look it up. That Me sounds either, interesting. But I bet it's awesome. Yep. And, oh, Catskills also did hamburgers. There you go. Mm -hmm. And poor DB is stuck at work and had Pringles. <laughs> Damn it. Well, at least you had Pringles. I mean. I guess so. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Well, good. I'm glad we're all just hanging in there. I got busy this morning and cleaned my resin room. It's just, it's been a disaster. Well, we had a little roof leak and oh, uh, kind of messed things up. So I've had the furniture and everything pulled away from the walls. Like it wasn't major, but anyway, I haven't really fixed it. So the t today I thought I've got to put this room back together. So I worked in there for a couple hours, got it really nice and great. Walked upstairs, sat down at my computer to uh, talk to a client for a little while and discovered an email that from Etsy that somebody had just purchased, made a big resin order. So thank God <laughs> I cleaned my office just in time. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Nice. So it's pretty good. Oh, JR did grilled cheese. Ooh, nice. Yeah. You can't I love a good grilled cheese, man. Come on. Yeah. For sure. Well, good. Well, guys. It's all about the Vallow Daybell case again this week, which, of course, is the murder and disposal of two children, J.J. Vallow and Tylee Ryan. This happened here in my town in Rexburg. Uh, as you guys all know, it's been playing out for a while. The kids have been, they were killed, it looks like now. It's been about 18 months, but uh, their bodies weren't discovered until June of last summer. So this is creeping its way through the court system. There have not been mur murder charges brought yet. We're still looking at all of the other stuff. They are you know, coming, they seem to be coming fast. Mm -hmm. So there was court this week and then a bunch of filings. And we have laughed until we have just peed our pants yes. over court. Court was classic, man. Mm -hmm. So this was a motion that the prosecutor had made, a pro-hack motion, to bring in a prosecutor from Missouri. Yeah. 
by the name of Smith, Ms. Smith. I can't remember her first name. Anyway, she's uh, uh, has a lot more experience with capital cases and things of that nature. And he wants permission from the court to allow her to join his team and practice law in Idaho for a little while. So that's what court was about, you know. Mm-hmm. Somebody with a lot of experience in murder and capital case trials, like, mm-hmm. dude, it's coming. Mm-hmm. These morons are going to get charged with murder. So as the way it's been with uh, court recently with the Valo case, it, the first thing they do is break out into a breakout room where we don't get to hear what's going on. They come back and announce that this ruling today will only apply to Chad's case, which is really weird, you guys, because these cases are supposed to be tied together, remember? But then we have those restraining orders that were filed last week that weren't ruled on, and we still, or we don't know if they were ruled on, we still don't know anything about. I kind of think they were, which is why they had this secret meeting, mm-hmm. and those ex parte protection orders against the prosecutor's office mm-hmm. trying to keep certain evidence from them which hello how is that possible or even well trying to keep some evidence out of the uh, public until the they're in front of a jury trial right it's it's a strange thing that we don't have a lot of understanding it, about it somehow implies Again, that the prosecutor is going to do something untoward because it's not the prosecutor's office that's been leaking information out into the public. You know what I'm saying? Like, again, I think this is a ding toward the prosecutor or an attempt at a ding Uh um, in that they, you know, they're like, we can't, we have to be really secret with this because the prosecutor's office might release it out into the world. That's what it feels like to me, don't you think? Mm -hmm. Right. And um, I, I'd be a little more worried about Mark Twitter thumbs uh, means, you know. Uh, right. But he's yeah. the leaker and we all know it. Yeah. So this is what happened at court that was so damn funny. So the judge addressed a couple of questions he had. The first of which was that uh, the prosecutor didn't have permission from Fremont County to bring her on. And so there was a little question about, do you need their permission? Who's paying for this? Yada, yada, which basically, you know, was determined uh, between the judge and the prosecutor that Madison County is actually paying for her and that anyone that would hires onto his team, as long as he deputizes them, Fremont County doesn't need to give permission, though I'm sure Fremont would give permission if they needed to, but he just didn't feel like it was necessary. And the judge eventually agreed with his argument on that. Right, because he's already been appointed special prosecutor, so he has authority here right yeah so the other part of it was that apparently part of the law or the rule to bring in a pro hack is that you they have to have a functioning law office in their state uh, where they're licensed right yeah, they have a practice mm-hmm. and so you know the prosecutor the judge said i'm going to need you to uh to, to prove that you know that she and he said well she does and he said okay so then they let uh Mr. Pryor, resting toadface's, you know, counterpart, come in and share his uh, expertise or, you know, share his, his argument concerns. over it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So first he argues, yes, that uh, 
basically tries to say that the prosecutor doesn't have the authority to do this. And without Fremont County's, you know, express permission, he cannot bring her in, blah, 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 which he was just basically wrong about, but, you know, was shooting for anything. Mm -hmm. So then he says, but judge, I have done my research. And surely my research isn't the only thing we could should go by. Yeah, no shit there, Sherlock. Yeah, please. After he totally kisses the judge's ass, he's like, you know, judge, I just, I want to just, uh, you know, compliment you on being so astute as to pick up on these issues. Oh, prior, shut up, Ugh. right? <laughs> just stop, man. That's like the smarmiest kid in school coming up to the teacher and telling her how nice she looks today. You know, <laughs> I mean, oh, what the hell? Especially because he's such an ass, you know, like, come on, dude. We see through this compliment from a hundred miles away. Like, come on, right? Watch you on Zoom and we can see it. Can you imagine to be a fly, uh, you know, on the wall of the judge's uh, private thoughts? <laughs> I'm sure he's like, oh, man. oh gross the, the, so the whole time oh like, yeah he's so good to anything yeah and but you know what's going on in his head he has got to be having this conversation <laughs> with himself like what in the actual fuck is this? You know, like, <laughs> right out of me prior you know right mm. so prior who by the way was red-faced going in Oh Christy and I were God. talking privately, like, is this alcohol or is this high blood pressure or you what? Because like the head is about to just explode right off his body. His face is so red. So red. So then, of course, he says to, to the judge, I have done some research and I don't see that she has any private practice in Missouri. In fact, it looks to me like she's just a consultant. <laughs> when he says that, <laughs> Mr. Wood turns his head and looks at someone and grins. And if you guys have ever paid attention to Wood in court, he never smiles. He never cracks anything. He is no. totally dead. Look yeah. at his face right there. Do you see him? You the grin? You know. Well, that, friends, was foreshadowing. And also, do you see how red Pryor is? Yeah. Well, Pryor apparently has 50 shades of red. Because it was <laughs> just a moment later that he got a whole lot redder. Because... The prosecutor says, well, judge, she does have a private practice and she's sitting right here if you would like her to testify. <laughs> and so, and he just pans his camera over oh. and there she freaking is. Yeah. It was the best mic drop ever. And now look at Pryor's face. Yeah. Ah! Not happy. Not happy. Redder. Yeah. Redder. Oh my yeah. gosh. It, that now almost killed me. I laughed like so hard. It was so awesome. Means, all the while, looks so confused. Okay. Through the whole thing, Means has this look on his face like he doesn't know where he is or what he's doing. Yeah. I was so perplexed by just looking at Means, wondering what the hell is he thinking about? Because he looked so confused. By the way, so anyway, here we are. For these pictures, because obviously yeah. they came from Crime Talk. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. So, of course, she certainly testifies and she, says she actually has two practices. She has a small uh, civil practice and also practices with some other attorneys in criminal law. She most certainly is qualified to be here as if they would yeah. bring her if she wasn't. She's a badass. I'm with you. Catskill said she's a badass. Yes, she is. She's going to be amazing. Yeah. But that was so freaking hilarious. Anyway, 
So, of course, the judge then says, okay, well, I really don't have any argument here. So he approves her to come on. Uh, so that's going to be great. You know, it's a small office and it's a huge case. And I think that Wood deserves all of the props because he truly is has been humble enough and wise enough to recognize when maybe he's getting in over his head and he needs some serious help. I also absolutely love him. Mm-hmm. Yep. I think Wood has a lot of integrity and this is just a good showing of that. It is. It is. He's not afraid to say, dude, we're a little Idaho office and this is the biggest case we've ever had. We have no idea what we're doing. Will you please come right. in and help us? And we yeah. are so overwhelmed by all of the evidence. And, and all of know, the additional trots back to court constantly. Yes. Like, you know, you might not think about it, but there are actually other cases being prosecuted in Idaho in this county right now. Right. You know? Like, he's got other stuff to do, but I doubt he gets to spend much time on it. I mean, for example, just recently, right here in Rexburg, there was quite an incident in the Taco Bell drive-thru. Uh, there was. Yes. I'm sure that's tying up the prosecutor's office. Yeah. Because uh, I, some well, people were in the Taco Bell drive-thru, and Taco Bell wouldn't give them as much sauce as they wanted, and they refused to leave until the police were called. So as you can see, there's a lot of important crime happening around here that might take the prosecutor's attention away. By <laughs> and the I'm, way, I'm not making that up. That really happened no, recently. That legit happened. That's the kind of crime we generally deal with around here. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, now, yes, means did change the horns behind him. I don't know if he was listening to us call him a deranged elk. I have no idea. However, I doubt it. He now has a picture that is a stuffed pheasant. Mm -hmm. Along with some other things behind him, not uh, you know, still, uh, really, like, yeah, oh, come on, man. Well, you gotta have all the dead stuff there, means, yeah, you know, it's, why it's in kind of poor taste in his virility, man. Mm -hmm. So, he needs to prove it. That's yeah. what I'm saying. I'm saying something. So, ultimately, though, I'm so excited that he had brought in a woman, I'm so excited for that, you know. So excited for that. Yep. Yeah. So anyway, I'm sure we're going to get to learn a whole lot more about her. I did read up on her what I could um, on her website. I also want to point out that when court was over, my husband said, why don't you type her into Google and see what comes up first? It's her law practice. So, you know, either prior doesn't know how to use the Googs or, you know, he's just lying and trying to uh, shake things up per normal. When you guys got to understand that, a woman prosecutor here, especially in like Madison and Fremont County. Mm. It, it's yeah. not that it's never happened. It has. Um, however, it's not a common thing. So no. it's, it's good. It's good news. Yeah. It's amazing. We love it. We're here for it. So that's what happened. But then at the very end of the day on Monday, there were some, uh, a bunch of filings. So Means filed some stuff and the prosecutor's office filed some stuff. So Means filed some paperwork, basically uh, deciding that maybe he should go ahead and protest to the pro hack, which is hysterical since it, we've already been to court and this is done. But maybe there's another part of it we don't know, you know, since these cases seem like maybe they're splitting back out or something. Well, and like this is specifically toward Chad, which does make us question 
is this in lieu of, because they did say in court, I think Pryor said it, something about other charges that have been um, alluded to coming down the pipeline. Yeah. Is this actually bringing, bringing prosecutor Smith in um, because they're going to be charging Chad with Tammy's murder? There's a big question there. I feel Mm -hmm. like. Mm-hmm. Because something's no one's happening. Charged with murder here, still. No. Nope, not yet. Yeah. So it is more foreshadowing, it seems. But so Means says, you know, on the other hand, I don't want this pro hack attorney hired, and let me tell you why. Ugh. Mostly, it was just throwing insults at the prosecutor's office. Basically, he said, oh, "Poor with errors, insults." Mm-hmm. And also- this. He also called the prosecutor's office the plaintiff. (laughs) Yeah. It's in the He struggles with the words. He, a lot of it was pretty illegible. I mean, again, you know, Grammarly's $29.99 a month means, and you really need to invest in it. My my God, really, it's time. Mm -hmm. But basically his argument was that it's not fair. Basically, it was that it's not fair. Yeah, It's not fair. They just keep getting to spend more money than me. They just it's keep getting to be better than me, and I don't like it. Yeah. And that uh, also, it's a waste of taxpayer money. Suddenly, he's real worried about the taxpayers of Madison County. It's a waste of our money because... Who's going to pay for this? Yep. And if the prosecutor does not feel competent to do his job himself, it was so, so rude. It was just mostly him throwing jabs at the prosecutor's office. Which again, like means, what do you think that's going to get you? Really? What is that going to get you? Um, Are you really this petty? Yeah. Well, the other thing that he said, which I'm like, dude, what? If we just start bringing in these attorneys from out of state, what's going to happen to all of the Idaho attorneys? They're going to lose all their business. <laughs> like, this is a freaking prosecute what are you talking about like yeah we don't just have prosecutors hanging up you know their shingle on every street corner like yeah what is elected like what the hell does that even mean but yeah he was just making shit up eventually i mean yeah essentially he put his hand on his hip he stomped his foot and he yelled judge it's just not fair Mm -hmm. i mean that's pretty much what it said it it was except that i think maybe it said it's just not fail because he spelled it wrong just saying yeah because it's full of errors. It's like it's worse than ever. Like he typed it up so fast. Oh man. Or some or his 12-year-old kid did. I don't know. I have no idea who typed it. I would it. never insult his 12-year-old kid that way. Surely they're better than this. Oh, uh, I please. It's terrible. It really I, is. As a 12-year-old kid, I know that. <laughs> I don't either, but <laughs> I'm not actually insulting his kid. I have no idea. I get you. Anyway, it's insane. It's insane. But the prosecutor's office had some words for means because uh, they too are sick of his shit. So, you know, as we know, Thank he you know. keeps crying to the judge that they're not giving him all of the evidence that he's asking for. Well, some of what he's demanding from them is literally stuff that he has to subpoena himself and get himself a bunch of stuff he wanted from the jail yeah. and a couple other places that he's trying to force the prosecutor's office to do for him. And the prosecutor's office basically filed a brief saying, we disagree. 
with these items that you're asking us for, they don't apply to rule 16, which was the rule that was, uh, he was, you know, arguing for when they went to court about this a couple of what, about four weeks ago. And he said, they don't apply to rule 16 because these aren't things that we are only privy to. You can get these too. You don't need to get them from us. You go talk to the jail and ask them for this stuff. Like that's not our job. Well, and finally, the prosecutor's office. Anyway, yeah. Finally, the prosecutor's office said the thing we have all been thinking. They said it is not our job to gather evidence for the defense. Yep. Mike, freaking drop! Right? They finally said it. We've all said it. They finally said it. If it's stuff that only we have that you can't get elsewhere, we're going to provide it to you. Yeah. But if you just don't want to bother to do your job, don't come crying to us. It's not our job to do this for you. Yeah. Yeah. So we'll see what the judge says. But yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, he wants, it's insane. It, it's more crap about how he's not able to communicate adequately with his client. Mm-hmm. And it's stuff like every conversation that, every jailer has ever had with Lori Vallow, Dave. Mm-hmm. Uh, dude, they don't write that stuff down. I mean, right. what are you, it's crazy. It's, it's stuff mm-hmm. that they're not going to be able to generate and they're going to say, yeah, no, we're not doing that yeah. anyways. Yeah. But again, it's not stuff. It's not the prosecutor's job to chase all that down anyway. If no. he wants it, he not has anyway. to go get it, but he has the right of subpoena to subpoena whatever evidence that he, you know, wants from them. Anyway, it's just crazy. Yep. Now, why I agree, innocuous. She says, I'm getting really concerned about Lori's lawyer. He is obviously incompetent for a case like this. This could be grounds for appeals. I agree. Yeah. I agree. He's the worst. He, yep. he really is. And it's just getting worse and worse. And we haven't even seen him in trial yet. Can I mean, this is just all the stuff leading up to trial. What is trial going to be like with this moron? That's my worry. Like, legit, is she going to be able to say she had an incompetent attorney? Yeah. Well, let's hope not. But we did hear an interesting tidbit today uh, down the pipe from uh, a contact uh, or a friend of a friend of a friend of a friend, right? So we can't take this one to the bank, but we heard a thing that Lori's telling other inmates at the jail that she's no longer waiting for God to deliver her from this mess. She doesn't need God anymore. It's Chad. Yeah. Chad will deliver her from this. She will. Yeah, he will. That's what she's telling people. That's so still how deep in this she is, you guys. Mm-hmm. That's how ill she is. Yep. I have wondered, like, are we going to hear something about competency at some point with her? Right. Really? I mean, legit, are we? Right. Like a couple weeks ago, we heard about her dancing constantly in her cell, uh, acting totally normal, perky, perky, bubbly, you know, now telling people that, you know, she's not worried about God delivering her. She doesn't need him. She's got Chad on her side. Holy hell. Yep. Scary. It is scary. It is something else. So... That's, uh, yeah, wait till Chad ditches her, huh, Bianca? Right? Right? It's, it's sure concerning uh, and, and interesting to wonder what does happen when that happens. Right. 
I mean, because what kind of then what? Psychotic break is she going to experience yeah. if that happens? If he flips on her. Mm-hmm. Seriously, I think she'll end up in a psychiatric hospital. Like, I, she's so unstable at this point. Mm-hmm. That's just my personal opinion, not a professional opinion. Yeah. Uh, but it just feels like that to me. Like, she's not, she's going to break, man. Yep. Yep. For sure. At some point, the reality, maybe, of all of this is going to sink in. I don't know. She's been in jail for a year. Yeah. And there has yeah. been... Do you think Lori would confess to everything, including Tammy's death, if they would drop the charges against Chad? Ooh. Ooh, that's a thought. Ooh, Paula, that's a hell of a thought. Yes, maybe. Maybe. But see, she still thinks that Chad's going to get her out of this. Right. So I don't know that she would because she thinks, you know, that he's going to save the day somehow. No. Yep. Red Girl says she thinks uh, he's going to throw Lori under the bus. It sure makes you wonder, doesn't it? I mean, last week they were demanding in court that they call her Mrs. Daybell. Oh, my gosh. That's which hilariously, right now. on Monday, the judge called her Mrs. <laughs> Daybell Vallow instead of Vallow Daybell. <laughs> they no just way. can't get this right. <laughs> yeah. And then Catskill says, I have to believe the two of them have been involved in other horrific acts that no one knows about. I agree. I oh, agree. 100%. I think we've just scratched the surface. Well, and that Lori and, and Alex as well were involved in more that, than we know about before they oh. ever met Chad. Yeah. Yeah. And and I Both. honestly feel like there were many more planned, but they yes. busted before more things happened. Some mm-hmm. of the things that their friends have talked about, about how that their children would have to be dealt with if they were to join the hundred. Yeah. Thousand. Like who says that? It's besides their own, like just horrifying. Mm-hmm. Yep. For sure. So that's where it is. So that's what happened this week. Um, of course we'll keep, keep a, keeping our finger on this and see what happens next. Um, but We'll see. So it'll be interesting to see if the judge responds to uh, either of those briefs that were filed. I I suppose he will at some point. Um, They do have court again, what, April 7th, is it? 6th or 7th, yeah. And it's some kind of a check-in, like a a status report. That's what it is. A status update, yeah. Yeah. So some of it's going to be secret, I guess, and some of it will be public, maybe. We don't know. Yeah, we're not sure. Hopefully it's not just another, you know, we all show up for court just to wait forever while they sit in the uh, in the breakout room. Yeah, in the breakout rooms and talk about stuff we don't get to know about. But yeah. <laughs> don't they understand we have a podcast to produce here? Right? <laughs> we don't like this at all. No. Yeah. For sure. Well, there you go. So those are our case updates tonight. It really wasn't anything else. Uh interesting in the ethers or if there was we missed it because we were so focused on this yes but uh we we think everything else is pretty uh stable at this Mm -hmm. point however if you have not seen our other cases this week we did on monday was our mmiw case and that was where is ashley loring heavy runner Mm -hmm. and then on tuesday we released fatal love the murders of nancy and derek help me Hasem. hasem That's so right. The Elizabeth Hasem case, if you That's remember right. from back in the 90s, well, late 80s, 
crazy. And her boyfriend, uh, Jens, uh, Soning, he, his case was one, was the very first one to be televised. Yeah, so that's right. Of, or his, his court. So it was pretty mm-hmm. important for like what we're doing now. This is a yeah. live streamed. Most definitely. Uh, yep. Trial. And then this morning we released, uh, where, where is Alexis Flores? This is another murderer who then disappeared and he's on the has never been found. Yep. Yeah. Let's find this dude because there's a poor Mm -hmm. homicide detective who has vowed to never retire until he solves the case against Alexis Flores. So let's help Mm -hmm. him solve it and find this For reals. Yep. So we had some good pictures of him in the podcast. You want to look at those and, um, you know, you never know. You never know when somebody's going to go, that dude's my neighbor. Yeah. You know? Uh, it could totally happen. Mm-hmm. And entirely. So we're holding space that at some point he gets caught. So that's what we've had this week. Of course, case updates tonight. Tomorrow night at 7 p.m. Mountain, we will have the psychic hour. I have a huge surprise tomorrow night. I'm just throwing that out there. Oh, I can't wait. Yes, I do. And then, of course, watch for a couple of pop-ups this weekend from both of us. Mm-hmm. And then, Christy, on Sunday, you have Spirit School. We do have Spirit School on Sunday. This is a little change. I had said Spirit School was going to the Tuesday class was going to be Crystals. It's actually going to be this Sunday. So that's yeah. 10 a.m. Mountain. I'm going to do a Crystals 101 class for Spirit School. So if you haven't joined Spirit School, just go to the homepage of our YouTube channel, True Crime Paranormal, and click join. And that's how you join the uh, the membership. And then you can attend Crystals 101. Super exciting. Yeah. Pretty easy. And then on Tuesday afternoon, I have Spirit School. And I think that we're going to be doing some animal communication. Ooh. It'll be very introductory animal communication. Now, JR wants to know, and you read this case, so I'm going to ask you, do you think that Alexis Flores will be found? I think it's possible. I don't want to count it out. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You never know when somebody's going to screw up, you know? Mm-hmm. I mean, he's been, he's covered his tracks really well from the point that he disappeared up to now. Mm-hmm. But you don't know, right? I mean, what if he ends up in the hospital in an emergency situation What if somebody recognizes him? What if he actually commits another crime and gets caught and they link it back? I'm not going to count it out. I think it's possible. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I do too. Yep. So there you go. That's everything we have going on up uh, here in this next little bit. So thanks you guys so much for being here. Have a wonderful night. You have been listening to or watching True Crime Paranormal with the Psychic Sisters. Take care. If you're enjoying this podcast, don't forget to like and subscribe on your favorite podcast platform. If you're watching us on YouTube, you can always like and subscribe there as well. We also love comments and reviews. True Crime Paranormal is hosted by Katie Weaver and Christy Brower and produced by Christy Brower. True Crime Paranormal is a short girl productions podcast.